The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello and welcome to our show. I'm Dr. Drayvon James, and this is everyday peace. I am super excited to be here with you today as we explore the concept of living a life of peace. You heard me, a life of peace every day. You can look to the left, look to the right, whatever looks like chaos is false because within you, within me, we carry peace. Peace defined as wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. Knowing how to tap into that and live in that space and still navigate everyday life is what we focus on here on our channel. So um, I'm super excited to have you as part of our tribe. And if this is your first time here, well, welcome to Everyday Peace. You can learn more about me, Dr. Drayvon James, and Everyday Peace by visiting my website, drdrayvonjames.com. The website contains words of wisdom, encouragement, contact information. You can get free gifts there. You can find out about our tw- uh, 21-day group coaching leaders in high heels. So visit often. We'd love to have you. And today, just like most days, some days I'm your only host, right? I'm the host and the guest and I bring you some great topics. But today I have an amazing treat for you today. We have an amazing guest today on, uh, listen guys, you, you know me, I didn't practice the name beforehand today. So if I mess it up, Give me grace. (laughs) Andrea Menard. I'm hoping that I said that right. And I want to tell you about Andrea. Perhaps you already know and recognize the name. I'm super excited to bring bring her on to our show. As I just suffer with a lot of tech stuff today, guys. Forgive me. I'm coming on and uh, my computer is kind of doing its own thing. I may be able to get back. Okay, here we are. So, yes, we are super excited to have Andrea with us today. And I'm going to tell you, this is amazing, amazing woman doing amazing things. Um, today, we have her talking about, uh, we're talking about femininity. And I want to read you her bio because you're going to be so excited. I can pull it up. I'm going to read it. One of the co-stars she is on the new CTB CW series, Sullivan's Crossing. Andrea is a five-time Gemini-nominated actress, a 15-time music award winner, a TEDx speaker for her talk, 
Silent No More, and she was named Actra Nationals, Nationals Woman of the Year for 2021. Andrea's knowledge in vocal, emotional, and creative expression supports others to own their voice, express their creativity, and enhance their well-being. She is the author of Seeds from the Sacred Feminine. I love um, that just when I say that, I've said it a few times, just rereading this in the past couple of days, and it just washes over me so such a calm. It is a 52-card wisdom deck with handbook. She is an accomplished Metis singer, storyteller, speaker, and the founder of Sacred Women, Sacred Feminine Learning Lodge, an advocate for rematuration and reconciliation. Andrea helps women, men, and all gendered people to reclaim and embody the qualities of the sacred feminine. Welcome to Everyday Peace. We are so excited to have you. Mm, oh, so honored to be here, Dr. Drayvon. I am so excited. And you so know, we, um, we this is our first time meeting, and, and usually how I've been taught by my people, the Métis people of Canada, which are a First Nations and European mix uh, Indigenous peoples of Canada, and I've been taught to introduce myself in a way. So let me do that quickly, and then we'll jump in. Hello everyone, my name is Andrea Menard. I am from, I'm a Métis woman from Treaty 1 territory in the homeland of the Métis. I am currently living in the unceded traditional territory of the Coast Salish people, the Squamish, the Tsleil-Waututh and the Musqueam people. And I'm currently for six weeks on the territories of the Cree, the Nehel. I'm, I'm in Treaty Six territory, so I am really, really honored to be here. And I'm uh, thank you for your ears. Oh my gosh, I'm smiling. I'm so warm, and thank you for sharing a native greeting with us. It's amazing, and I'm I'm blessed that you would, would share that with us. So today we have a fabulous show. It's something near and dear to our heart. We're talking about uh, reacquainting ourselves with our feminine self, right? and I don't know how many articles I have written, uh, read. <laughs> I wish I had written them, but how many articles I have read, and how many conversations I have had as late as today about women and um, over-indexing in our masculine energy. And you uh, know so well about, and you work so well with uh the subject of femininity. I'm honored to have you on the show today just to give us, I guess I want to start in the beginning of things and we're jumping right into it, aren't we? We're jumping right into mm, it because yes. we got 30 minutes <laughs> to cover what I know um, will be a blessing to so many people. And I often say on this channel too, is that when we touch the hearts and minds of a woman, mm. we heal the whole family, a community, a nation, because we're caregivers, we're nurturers. And if we don't know how to care for ourselves and how to nurture ourselves, what we give is fragmented. It, it's it's true. We're trying to give all of ourselves, but we're so fragmented. And so mm -hmm. we really want to give this wholeness, this, this, this peace that resides mm -hmm. in us um, living in the space that was created for us. And, and I, even as I say that, I hear I hear my um, my critics, which happen to be my, my friends saying, oh, but we all have masculine and feminine energy. And we do, right? We have, oh, we all oh, have masculine yeah. and feminine energy. 
Right? Wait for it. But, yep. <laughs> but how is it that women find ourselves, so many of us, over-indexed in our masculine energy? Ooh, that's a good beginning. Okay. Oh, we are such soul sisters. You're my kindred sister. Um, yeah, my work is all based in indigenous wisdom. And I use, the, you know, I have a company called the Sacred Feminine Learning Lodge. And I am I have a deck of cards called the Seeds of the Sacred Feminine. But ultimately, all of that is my way of sharing the indigenous worldview. And the indigenous worldview is feminine in nature. Because when we talk about feminine energy, we are... You know, we're talking about in your particular case and in this podcast, you know, there's a lot of women. So I, I talk to women all the time, but I also want women to know that we life itself is split into two aspects, right? The sacred feminine and the sacred masculine. And unfortunately, what most of the Western culture practices and values has been taught to value is all things masculine. That's because the mm. systems themselves are masculine. Now, in indigenous ways of looking at the world, everything is circular. And circular is a way, uh, is a feminine way of looking at things. It's interconnected. Everything about life is interconnected. There's no pulling it apart. Whereas a masculine model is can be more like a pyramid where there's one at the top and everyone else is at the bottom you know it's sort of this hierarchy and that's not how life works that's how these systems work but life itself does not when we're in you know life is cyclical life is is circular and and we have i mean just the very fact that our moon time women's cycles used to be the timekeepers of life we were the ones that revolt like ceremonies and celebrations and feasts and and events happened around the cycles of a woman's body 13 moons not 12 <laughs> months 12 moons it was 13 moons so we are no longer in our own rhythmic cycles and because women have all things feminine have been devalued in this Western culture, in this colonizing force that has been eating, you know, eating cultures all over the planet, including mine, including yours, that we have, we have adopted these ways of thinking and being. And unfortunately for women, that means that we have over-identified with the masculine in order to succeed. How many families do you know where one woman can stay at home and be the nurturer and be where everyone has two, two household incomes because nobody can afford to live, you know? So women have had to work like a man in masculine systems and overdevelop that drive goal. And this does not mean male, male and female. We're talking about feminine and masculine aspects. The masculine aspect is drive action, activity, focus, conquering, doing. That is what our culture uh, values. Look, look how many of us do, 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 do all day long that we can do ourselves right off a cliff. Whereas mm -hmm. the feminine aspect is 
receptivity, listening, stillness, feeling, honoring, ceremony. And those things, not so nurturing, right? None of the emotion, none of those things aren't valued. They are relegated to uh, no time, weakness. If I feel I'm weak, if I stop what I'm doing, other people will get ahead of me. <laughs> so it's all about the competition, doing, doing instead of sitting in stillness, opening up to the wisdoms of the ancestors and the cycles of life and the cycles of nature to go, what is the best step for me? What is my next move? Is this policy working? Is the, how does the land listen? When we stop and listen to the land, when we listen to the birds, when we listen to the waters of the earth, we hear whether we are in alignment with life. And the masculine systems, unfortunately, don't care about that stuff. Whereas feminine knowledge, feminine wisdom, feminine cultures, they value the earth. They value the four elements. They, they, they value the four sacred bodies within a person, the physical, the emotional, the mental, the spiritual. They value our neighbors. They value all relations on the circle. So women, a long answer to your question <laughs> is oh you have been encouraged to be masculine, but there are consequences to that. And our society is feeling the consequences of women having uh, been devalued so long that we have um, devalued ourselves. And now all of this movement, what you're doing, Drayvon, Dr. Drayvon, what you're doing, you're bringing women back to themselves. And when we, women, and and all those with feminine natures, all those walk into that power and start to value that, we will no doubt change this world. Oh my, thank you. So you said so much and I, and, um, <laughs> I, I usually write with a, no, no, I love it. I usually write with, with a pen. I wrote that with a pencil so I can erase. I wrote down so hard, I just broke the lead. But anyway, <laughs> because I was trying to just take it all in and then something inside of me said, no, the lead broke for a reason, just be present. So here I am present without notes. And I'm just, what you said to me, which just sort of set me on fire inside was there's this you gave me this visual of women the, the feminine energy and again you're not we're not, we're not saying women and men so i almost made that error but the feminine energy is more uh, like a circle whereas the masculine energy is more segmented and blocked off and all of this stuff. and that makes such good sense right when i when i i could feel that you know there's it's no beginning it's no end it's it's no hierarchy it just is and it's the isness of now that matters and being present and all of that and um so and then on the other end um and i i work with you know and and have a lot of professional friends and you're professional we're professional women and i think sometimes we get caught up in just what you said the business of having to be busy, right? And, or to have, having to prove something, mm. to stake our claim, if you will, instead of 
the beauty of the nowness of being. Right? We the get caught up in that. Life, yeah. yeah, the allow being in the flow of life, right? Which is really what you know, think about femininity and you know, the menstrual cycle and the flow and all because being in flow with life in nature and being able to get back to that i hear a lot from um women is to lose step or to lose mm-hmm. advantages right they mm-hmm. they feel like well as you mentioned a lot of households if they're fortunate are two income households but a great number of households are single income households headed by women you bet right yep where there is no um there's no counterpart there to offset to allow you even to go back and and to retreat and 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 relax into your femininity femininity Mm -hmm. they're on all all the time right all the time all of the between the work and the raising of the children which which takes a certain amount of feminine energy to do that the way that we desire to do it right but yeah. they're not able to necessarily connect there and ground themselves long enough to even really find a lot of, I won't say they don't find joy in it, but it's becomes more of a stressor. Oh yeah. Because oh, yeah. again, we're in the do energy, the do energy, the accomplishment energy, instead of the just being in the flow. So we, we have all of that going on and, and, I, I honestly say I, I bless the universe that we have the the ability. We have the we, we are such uh, malleable people that we could change and we could adapt, right? Yep. So I know that if we have over at least I feel this way. You can I'd like to talk about this. If we've over indexed in an energy that's caused us to be overwhelmed with depression, anxiety, insomnia, right? hair loss even right we, oh, we have yeah. all of these things going on because we're not able to sit and still the mind right? how, do, how do we how do we take baby steps because i don't want to overwhelm anyone but how do we take baby steps to mm. reconnect with that part of ourself oh yes good question good question because in the in the mindset of the masculine, in the mindset of the masculine, it seems like, oh, great, there's more things I have to do. Oh, God, I can't do it. I can't, that's, I can't add more things to my plate. That's the masculine model. So my sisters out there, the, the, the cure, if you want to call it that, to that, to overcoming this overwhelm and anxiety and depression and just giving up hopelessness is to stop in moments when you can and here's here's the thing about the the thing that's built in to help us we the ultimate source of the feminine is mother earth our mother and the ultimate source of our wellness is mother earth two things that society has not valued Women, children, Mother Earth, we treat them the same. We exploit Mm. both and brutalize both. And if women, women, when we remember our worthiness, when we remember that we 
are powerful life givers. That's the term that indigenous people call when we are life givers. Men cannot do that. Life givers. And I know there's non-binary people in there and you will find your, you know, so it is inclusive when I speak. If you can, if you consider yourself a woman, you are a woman. And in the, in the, in this recognizing that Mother Earth is our source of wellness, we, the one thing that we can do, which, which is quite effortless, is go outside, go to nature, go to places where things are alive. And if that means getting off your bus two blocks or two stops early, where you actually take off a main drag and actually listen to the birds because birds and animals that come into our neighborhoods that come into our vision and to our awareness are actually messengers so we have to go oh hi why are you here what was i thinking about just now are you here to say hello well i'm listening hi you know to recognize that the animals are our, our relatives they want our wellness. They want to communicate with their human relatives who have started to ignore them or abuse them. But when we just take moments in our day to be in nature, to listen to alive things, to talk to alive things, to bring your home, bring plants, alive things into your home. You might be someone who goes, I kill plants. Well, maybe now is the time. Today's the day to say, I'm going to surround myself with live things. Because Mother Earth is our source of wellness. And if we don't, if like here we are in these little boxes, you're listening on a device and we're in rooms inside, you know, but light a candle, that flame, light a candle, have living water, pray to the water, you know, the four sacred elements. Give your honor to the things that are alive and surround yourself with it. That is something we can all do. We can, before we have a meal where we're slapped down, come and sit, everybody. We can take the moment, mom, to light a candle and say, hello, everyone, let's just, let's just sit before we eat, okay? Hello, everyone, just, just, just sit. And let's just acknowledge this flame that is like the flame of creation. Ah, oh, and let's acknowledge this food, the beings that brought this food to our table, who gave their life. All those things are the feminine flow of re receiving blessings. We can't receive blessings when we never take the time to, or we never bless other things. So all those things oh. are not hard, hard work. They no. are simple things we can bring into our lives. And it's self-care, isn't it? It's self-care. And so I just want to reiterate, because I hope that, um, listeners are taking notes at this program. I promise you this interview today, this guest today will help you to recalibrate your life and reclaim, reclaim things that are, are your birthright. Right. And so what I heard you say at my question was how can we take baby steps to reconnect with some feminine energy is powerful. You know, mm. I heard one time years and years ago, I was reading and I heard that you could equate feminine energy with the movement of water. And I want you mm. to think about what water flowing can do. 
right? Yeah. There's probably, there's, let's just leave that there for a moment, but we could, you, you start off by saying something that just stuck in my chest. You said, take a break when you can. Mm-hmm. And I want everyone yeah. to hear that. Yeah. Take a break when you can. Yeah. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to this thing we call a body. Take a break when you can. Make maybe make that break out outside in nature. My mom used to say, "God rest her soul," that you should go outside every day. Mm, I love your mom. Every day. Yeah. To the day she passed away, she went outside. Every I could not know a day that my mom didn't go outside every day because why there's the sun, there's the sky, there, there are birds, right? Quick story, just relating to plant living plants. Quick story, just relating to what you said. I was leaving for work when last week, it was about six o'clock in the morning. There was snow on the ground. It was a beautiful scene if you didn't have to drive in it. (laughs) And I turned to the right and there's a little rabbit next to my fence. And the first thing that I thought was, good morning. It's dark out here. It's just me and you. How are you doing this morning? Right? Yeah. I look to the left and there is this little bit of orange in the sky. Change my whole mood. Yeah. I felt this sense of peace and belonging as though the universe had said to me, Drayvon. We're so glad you're here. Now imagine, imagine getting that from a little rabbit in the snow and this orange slither in the sky. That's what I heard you saying about getting out in nature, what it can do for you. It can make you, help you to, uh, I believe, my source of belief is that energy attracts energy. So when you're in a, a space of gratitude, you attract more things to be grateful for. Now who yes, doesn't want that? Right. And that feminine energy really slows us down, makes us notice those things, puts it in our heart and our head so we can use it a little bit later when we need it. And we can pass it on to our family. Sitting, I love the idea of lighting a candle when you said that and you said water. I, I, no one can see me, but I'm like clapping silently because um, <laughs> the water made me think of that thing I read years ago about feminine energy being like water flowing. And I thought to myself, how powerful is that? And the author said, you th- I want you to think about the movement of water and how how powerful water is, right? And so that's feminine energy. And then there's this candle and I can, you know, who doesn't like the soft glow of a candle to settle you down, right? To move you in the right way. Now, another question I have for you that I hear a lot of women are afraid of is feminine energy making them weak invulnerable and i'll say it in this way the way a guest of mine um who came to an event that i hosted said that she didn't want to suffer any more trauma and that's why she didn't embrace her femininity she wanted the masculine energy to protect her how do we what do we say to that oh that is a very 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 important question because we have been brutalized in this society. It is brutal to women. It is brutal to the feminine aspect of life because it's been so devalued, exploited, murdered, missing. You, it's been, 
So when a woman has to protect her softness, or when a human being has to protect their softness, you know, we can't, even, the, the sorrow we have about men having to protect that softness, nurturing men have been brutalized as much as women have. So when we have, we've had to build these walls around us, when we've had to accent, accentuate our masculine natures to survive, it is in terribly, it, terrifying, <laughs> terribly terrifying to think we have to let those things go. But here is the thing. You can keep your walls up when you know you're unsafe. That's, that's smart. That's okay. This is the feminine. It's like, it's all okay. I'm just putting my arms of love around you. So here's where you can make a difference in your own lives is that when you are with you, when you are safe with your sisters, when you're safe with someone you feel safe with, and if you don't have anyone you feel safe with, then you, in your own bathtub at home, in your own bathroom, <laughs> you know, in your own space, is that you take down some of those walls and you allow your own heart to wrap your tough little girl, your tough little fighter. You wrap some soft mothering arms around that little one who's been fighting. Because there's a reason that one was born. That, bo that little fighter came into life because no one was there to protect her the way she needed to be protected. That's, that's brutal. That's rough. And there's many, 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 many women out there in our communities that have, are tougher than tough. But their bodies might be breaking down because this is not our way. Women are meant to be nurturing and to be nurtured. But if we never allow any nurturing in our life, then our bodies suffer. So my invitation to you, sisters out there, is to for you to nurture your little fighter to your little gentle one, the one who's been, you know, stuffed into the corner. You honor her, you love her, and you say she's allowed to come out in the bath. She's allowed to come out when we go for a walk in nature. She's allowed in my life i'm allowing her now and if my fighter recognizes there's danger around come on in that's okay but the fighter doesn't have any right to judge the little the little gentle one anymore you were born for a reason but everyone has room in my life and i'm going to start to honor all of you and so, no, so here we go with that yeah. Feminine energy again is accepting yeah. all of you. Mm. I love that. Mm. The fighter is there for a reason. Nurture that part of you too. Let mm. let the let that feminine energy mother that part of you too. It's all okay. Yep. It's all okay. But we still need that feminine energy. The, the fighter needs that too. Why why should we deprive that part of ourselves from that tenderness? They're doing this amazing job protecting us, sensing danger, right? Why shouldn't they be privy to that feminine energy that we have, right? Yeah. When they're standing up and they are sensing the danger, they're taking, making sure that we're taking care of, making sure our homes are taken care of. As I mentioned earlier, a lot of these homes are headed by single women. They're making sure those children are taken care of. That mm -hmm. part of you 
needs to be nurtured too. And I love that you find a quiet space to give her some attention, to give her some of that love that you, that mothering that you have, that you're giving to everybody else. And I, I know we're just not about out of time, but I could listen to you talk all day, but I want to talk um, about, uh, I mentioned earlier that when I say the word of the 52 card deck that you have, um, it, gives me a smile the seas from the sacred feminine tell us a little bit about um that and where we can acquire those 52 cards deck mm. yeah i'd like to call them their wisdom deck the seeds from the sacred feminine or a wisdom deck because i wanted a way for these understandings this indigenous way of looking at the world this feminine way of looking at this world this honoring of the feminine i wanted people to, to take them home to be able to pick a card you know ask your spirit what do i need to know today and pick a card and and receive a teaching and some medicine for their walk today to help them honor and and this is you're saying i don't know how to honor myself i don't know how to express my sacred feminine because i'm always in the masculine well this deck of cards was built for people like you who need help in saying, and they are so simple. They're so right down to the basics in ways to nurture self, in ways to honor the self-care. And some of them are land-based teachings from an indigenous perspective. It's a grandmother's voice. It's like the grandmothers, the ancestors from the spirit world will looking down and, and praying over you and, and wishing the wellness for, for their grandchildren. So, um, for people who are unfamiliar with oracle card decks it's a way of of opening up and allowing your own spirit to communicate with you so if you're like i can't hear anybody talking to me well let the cards do it and trust that there are no mistakes you pick a card you pick four cards you you know because there's lots of instructions in the booklet you know all of it is wisdom from your own ancestors from your own angels whatever you want to call it the, the grandmothers who are looking out for you so you can find them on amazon you can find them in your local bookstore i have lots of links including links in the u.s and in canada um at andreamenard.com slash or forward slash cards easy andreamenard.com forward slash cards. You can find a whole bunch of links, but you can go to your local bookstore and and uh, um, order them there too if you want to support your local bookstore. But they're in so I, the Barnes and Noble. Yeah, I love the fact we're talking about simple ways to nurture your femininity, mm -hmm. which I believe in you. It seems like you, we share this belief, which is such a powerful energy. Right to nurture that, um, and one of the ways you can do that is with the oracle cards, right? And yeah. I gotta say, I've never worked with oracle cards, but I intend to order the, order order these. You make it sound so easy. It has a booklet there, so I'm like, how hard can it be? But I yeah. love the I and I host an event, so I, I'm gonna have this. I'm gonna order some for my next event in February. Um, I host an event um, at my home, uh, as I mentioned earlier, where I invite women over just so that we could engage in what I call a soft life, just conversation and sharing experiences. And so you just given me my activity for February. Oh, <laughs> which fantastic. is fantastic. Yeah, for us to for us to try this out. And I love the idea that 
if you don't know, if you have, because some of us are so steeped in, in the rat race. I'll just put it that way, right? In the rat race of day-to-day living that we deprive ourselves. I, I, I know I've said it a thousand times. I have to say it again. We deprive ourselves of some tremendous power, which is it, which is encased in feminine energy. And just being able to use this card deck to attach, help us to awaken to self, that part of self, right? I think that's the best yes. way I can think. Of. It's just to awaken to that part of self. Well, Andrew, it has been a pleasure having you on the show today. Um, any last words of wisdom that you could share with our guests, anything at all, and then contact information. If anything that you want to share, well, not your contact information, but um, again, about how to get the cards, where they can see you performing. I think we should talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, I'm a performer at heart, but you know, my elders talk about that we are in the time of the rise of the sacred feminine. And that means that it's happening whether we get on board or not. Systems are meant to fall and shift and move into the circular pattern once again. And all things that have been left out of the circle, including indigenous people, black people, women, animals, people of color, people with disabilities, extra abilities, transgender, two-spirited, non-binary people, queer community, Mother Earth, emotions, all the things that have been left out of the circle are all coming home. Now, we're at the beginning of it, but if we all know that your work that you do in your own spirit, your own heart, and learning to love all aspects of you, this is part, you are doing your part in the rise of the sacred feminine. And it is sacred work. So don't think that taking care of yourself is selfish or I don't have time for that. Or if I do that, then I'm taking it away from my kids. No, 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 no. You're teaching your kids how to take care of themselves because we're building a world that is going to be gentler. And when we build gentler people, we become gentler people on this planet. And that, my sisters and my brothers and all those people listening, when we can honor the earth and be the caretakers we were born to be, then we will have made the change that we are all looking for and we're all praying for. Oh, I couldn't yeah. say it any better. You're an amazing, <laughs> amazing spirit, amazing woman. The work that you do, I mean, you're very, very talented, but the just having you here in this space and sharing this space with you is your voice is calming. Your words are authentic. It has been my pleasure to have you on the show. I, I And I know I always say to myself before I come on the show, it is my desire to help at least one woman today connect to her inner self. And I know today you've helped many. So thank you so very, very much. This is the Dr. Drayvon James Show. I'm Dr. Drayvon James, wishing each and every one of you the ability, the skill, the patience, and the time to connect to your inner self and your inner peace for everyday peace. Until next time, please know that I absolutely love you. We talk to the animals and we know you can too. On the Animal Communication Podcast, hosted by the three of us, myself, Julie Heert, Karen Dendy-Smith, and Meredith Tolleson. 
we will show you how to deepen your relationship with your beloved animal companions, whether they're alive or in spirit. As soul-level animal communicators, we explain the process and explore topics such as health, behavior, and play, all from the animal's perspective. So subscribe and follow us on Apple, Spotify, and listen as part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.